All right, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Business of Fitness Podcast. I'm Jason Klepa, and I have a very, very special guest with me today, the most special guest we've had yet, Ashley Klepa. And Ashley, today we are going to discuss CrossFit Games. We're going to discuss maybe how the business got started and your involvement. And then, um, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of family dynamic and go from there. Does that sound okay? Sounds good. All right, guys. So today's episode is brought to you by the NC Fit Collective. If you haven't checked it out, we have session plans and programming. I think today we're going to go ahead and do a 20-minute AMRAP. Well, 20-minute AMRAP is always a solid time frame, and I think with you, it'll be great. All right, guys. So we start in three, two, one, and let's go. So guys, Ashley and I met when we were 14, and um, I fell in love with her instantly. Went home, told my mom that I was going to marry her. We got together. Then a week later, she dumped me. And that's how two, it, weeks. <laughs> two weeks, two weeks later, she dumped me. And so that's how things got started. And, uh, we kept progressing from there. So we, uh, we graduated from San Clay university and, uh, we opened up the gym and, uh, when we opened up the gym, you know, I signed a six month lease, small space, and I was kind of bumming off you, wasn't I? You were. So, uh, tell us a little bit how I was bumming off you in those uh, first initial days. Well, I had a, a condo, uh, at this place called Santana Row that it was one of those places where you know downstairs is the restaurants and the shops and upstairs is the condo so I had that place and you were living at your parents and I was working at the time and uh, you know you pretty much put all your money into the gym so for about six months I think I completely fully supported you I mean I wouldn't say fully but you definitely I'm pretty sure it was fully (laughs) so in the beginning uh, you know obviously the business I wanted to reinvest back into the business. And so Ashley was extremely generous and she allowed me to basically sleep at her place or I was at home. She basically took me out to dinners and she fed me. <laughs> I wined and dined him. You wined and dined me. Uh, because you know, I was looking back on a, a PL from those first six months when we first opened the gym. And I want to say we made, I, I don't remember, maybe 50 grand. I can't remember. And all of it was reinvested back in the business. And so Ashley played a critical part in the beginning of um of funding my uh the business ventures but she also played a critical role in uh in terms of support so you were working out with us on a regular basis in the beginning right Uh, i was there every day you and me both (laughs) (laughs) you were there a lot more than me i was just there to work out (laughs) so using this as an example for any of you guys who are looking to open up a business and you have a significant other at the time obviously we were engaged or no, we had just we were dating. We got engaged shortly after, right? We were engaged when you opened the gym. We yes. were engaged. And we got married the following year at the CrossFit Games, and uh, you know, those were tough times. Um, they were inspiring times. They were motivating times. I mean, I think we were fired up. We were young. We didn't have many responsibilities, and uh, it just goes to show that I think the timing was good for us because we didn't have any money. Um, and we just kind of got after it. And you were there all the time. I was there all the time. And and shortly after, from a business perspective. Um, what was it? Maybe a year later, a year later, we got married. And then when did you start? When did you start um, working for the gym? Right before we got married, like the month before we got married. Yeah, like a month before we got married. And so funny story for you guys. So I ended up winning the CrossFit Games in 2008. Ashley was obviously there. And uh, <laughs> Andy and Lida were there, right? Andy and Lida, Matt. Yeah, Matt, Matt and, and, and I think my parents were my parents were there. No, and your parents weren't there when you won. No, they were. The first year? Yeah, they were. There's pictures of it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. But after we won, where did we go? Do you remember? In and out. In and out burger. <laughs> and so it was so, on the way home. 
it's so funny how things change, you know, uh, in 2014, when I placed third or 2013, when I did well, we would go out and we celebrate with a bunch of people. It was like a big deal. But in 2008, when we went up there, we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. And so on the way home, we had our friends and we just like stopped in an outburger. I remember just sitting there like 1500 bucks in my pocket, just, you know, that was cool. Yeah. We're like, yeah, all right, cool competition. You won. Great. And then on to the next thing. Yeah. And, and so, you know, here we were, we were growing a business together. Um, I was obviously sleeping at the gym sometimes. She was coming in. She was, you know, she was helping me finance it. We had won the cross the games. Things were good. And uh, so we got, we got married, you know, we got engaged and uh, 2009 games come around. And uh, what is your most memorable moment from the 2009 <laughs> cross the games? Probably most people's about you that year, but when you were running down the hill and then just decided to pass out on the ground. Yeah. And it was two weeks or a week, a week, a week before our wedding. And I thought you were dead. So uh, yeah. it was great. <laughs> so, you know, we, we there was a 7K hill run. It was, it was very much so like a hill crawl. And uh, this is the 2009 CrossFit Games. I was coming in as a previous champ. Obviously, I had a little bit of stress on me. I had DMX in my headphones, just bumping it. And uh, I just remember I get down and just pass out right there. And it's funny because I ended up getting poison oak from that. And, uh, and uh, you know, the next weekend I had some of my hands, but you still married me and it worked out okay. How did that make me, I mean, like. I, like my heart stopped. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I, I, I was like, are you, are you, like, what's going on? I just remember just like running across the field to you down as close as I could get to you. And you're just like, out. out. I, Came back and moved on. Yeah. You know. so, so at that point, you're working for the gym now. Um, and you and, you know, so for those of you who have, again, a significant other and, uh, you know, maybe they get involved in the business, you started helping me with some of the billing. And, I did uh, all the billing, accounting, new members, everything. Yeah. So at that point, you know, we had moved locations in a second location um, from our first one. And, you know, membership was, I don't know, maybe around 100, 100 plus. I, don't, I can't remember exactly. But Ashley, then after we got married you know, kind of pivoted from her career and uh, started helping us. And um, those were cool times. Yeah. Those were really cool times, but we learned a lot, you know, in, in the beginning as a lesson, like for me as a business owner, and I know for Ashley is that, you know, after a while of that, the kind of the role kind of outgrew what Ashley was either desiring to do or, or whatnot. And we had to kind of have some tough conversations and she shifted out of that role and then kind of focus on other things. And we hired somebody else to do that, right? Yeah, I think what, I mean, I did it for two years because I did it from 2009 until maybe six months after Ava was born. Oh, that's right. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, it was it was fine. It was enough for me to, hand, I I mean, I you know, I went to college and everything, but I'm not an accountant. I'm, but in the beginning, it was easy. It was simple. You do QuickBooks and it was, it was very simple. It was one gym. But then, you know, it grows to more gyms, more members. And then I had Ava and I just, I found myself slipping in places, you know, missing, uh, you know, a cancellation or missing an email or not getting back to somebody quick enough. And, and at, at that point, it just didn't make sense for me to do it anymore. It was just too much, um, for me to, to do and too much work. And we were probably missing, yeah. you know, missing opportunity, missing opportunity money and, and things like that. So. And there was stress between us, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's a lesson that we learned early on is that, you know, have some of those uncomfortable conversations. We talk about it a lot on this podcast, but a lot of people are afraid to have those uncomfortable conversations. And if you don't, they just start boiling up into something bigger. And I think that's, that's troubling. So in the beginning, you know, you were really helping us out. You were doing a lot of stuff and then boom, you moved on and you started, you know, obviously Ava was born, which was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, then, you know, 2009 CrossFit games, 2010 CrossFit games, obviously we have Ava and 
you know, kind of the mentality shifts and we start, you know, um, you know, I had to learn better how to kind of be more balanced and present and focused. And, you know, as the years went on, kind of what stands out to you as kind of like some memorable moments if we specifically talk about the CrossFit Games? I mean... Remember the Camp Pendleton trail run? Or you peed yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not that far. Remember the night before? I was like... I was like a little baby. Oh, like, he, shivering you were up just next like year. shaking in the bed and like sweating. And I was like, what is wrong with you? He was just so stressed. I mean, there was one year you got hives before uh, the game started. Uh, I don't remember what year was. Was that 2010? I, I have no idea. They all kind of blend together now. But I, I mean, got hives. You that got was the hives. first time in my life. First time you, you made yourself get hives because you're so stressed. I mean, it, the, the stress, no one really understands how stressful it really is for you and and for me like yeah. it, it that, was how do you think that impacts people's relationships at home you know you, you it's take guys like rich Ferroni has been doing this forever you know obviously we know them really well yeah. and the pan checks the smiths i mean there's all kinds of people i mean how, i wonder how that um how do you think that that affects relationships you know i think a lot of the times across the games athletes no one really knows but i mean obviously a lot of them have spouses a lot of them mm-hmm. have girlfriends boyfriends etc and uh you know I don't know. What are your thoughts on well, that? Well, I mean, you know, obviously the athletes are, they're, you know, you're the one doing the competition, you're stressed, but you, you are in control of everything. You're the one doing the event. So it's, you could kind of, you know, you're controlling the, what happens and things like that. I have no control over anything that's happening. I'm just a spectator and I'm your wife. And I would just feel sick to my stomach, you know, every single games, I like for a, a week, I would just, I wouldn't, I couldn't even eat and I'm not even doing anything. I'm just your wife, but it's, it's, it takes a toll and people don't realize how difficult it is for a spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or parents and sister, brother. I, you know, I can't yeah. say that for them, but for myself, it was just, you know, it was, it was really hard and it was a lot of years, year after year after year of it. And then and on then top all of year, it, yeah, open regionals, well, yeah, games, all of that, you know, uh, you and know, then on top USA. of it, you like, there's multiple years where, you know, you, you would get hurt or look like you're getting hurt or things would happen. And that's even more stress. And you're, you know, seeing your spouse in pain or like, you know, just not do doing what they, you know, they want to do is a difficult thing to see as well. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why, obviously, you know, with Ava getting sick, it was an easy decision to step back from competing. But leading up to that, you know, obviously I went from individual to team. And one of the reasons for that was the stress that it put on our relationship and, and the family in general. And I had to kind of man up and, and realize that I was being selfish in the sense that like, you know, there's a lot of people that get, it's not just me competing. It's the whole family that's stressed out, a lot of anxiety, and, and it, it, it puts a drain. But, you know, I, looking back on it, I think... It was amazing times. It, it created uh, opportunities for us that are, you know, unbelievable. And I wouldn't have changed anything, but I think shifting out of te- individual when we did, I think was the right time for our family. Yeah. Well, and also there's a big difference of when you're competing, when it was just you and me and when you're competing with, with our kids being born, uh, yeah. you know, that for me, I could handle it. Just me. It's very, it was very simple. Um, you know, you're if you're working all the time and then working out all the time and you're gone, it's just me there. It's not a big, it wasn't a big deal ever. Like the time you were gone when we didn't have kids and you were pretty much gone all day long, all night, not a big deal. It really, it was fine. Um, but you know, when you, when kids are in the mix and I'm doing maybe more of a share of the work 
And then you start to get a little resentful here and there and they're gone all the time. And work is one thing, but then on top of that training and sometimes <laughs> they're like, Hey, like it's, yeah, it's just not, it's not okay at some point. Yeah. You know, I remember for, a, just, for a lot of years, Campbell house in particular and Willow Glen house, but Campbell house, I remember specifically I'd, I'd be at the gym all day, right? I'd come home and then I just remember it every night. You'd be like, Jason, it's time for dinner. And I'd be in the garage doing like a 20 minute EMOM of handstand pushups and pull-ups. And I just remember every single night I'd come to the dinner table, just sweating my ass off. And you'd be like, Jason, it's dinner time. <laughs> cause, Cause you'd make this dinner and it's nice and warm. And I'm in the garage just trying to get in a 10 minute EMOM. Oh man, bless you. Uh, so, so that was one of the reasons why over the years, you know, I kind of had to do some reevaluation and start creating the, you know, AMRAP mentality, which book comes out next month for pediatric cancer, um, month, right? Uh, awareness, month. awareness month, which we're really excited about. And I think on that note, right. You know, obviously years went on CrossFit games, phenomenal experiences, but had their stresses, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had some, we have, man, we had some phenomenal times with some phenomenal people, mm-hmm. But, you know, at, at a point where the business was growing, we were growing internationally, right? A lot mm-hmm. of international yeah. business. Um, the competition was getting more challenging and the family was getting bigger and we had to kind of pivot and shift. And I think the, the, the defining moment for me, I think, was, um, you know, finishing up the 2014 games on the podium was a really big moment. I think it, it put me at ease to switch to team, mm-hmm. you know, because we didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Like two events, I think it was the... It was a couple events to finish off the, the week. And I, I just think I didn't see it coming. Boom, got on the podium. It left me feeling kind of like I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. But at this point, there was more that, that needed to be taken care of in my life. And I think I, I kind of wonder if I hadn't shifted out of individual and if I had kept going to another year, maybe two years, whatever, what would have happened with our relationship? I don't know, you know, or the family. I don't know. I was getting to the end of my rope with the, with competing. I, I just, I, I, you know, we had many talks and I just said, I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, in the beginning of each year, Ashley and I would sit down and be like, Hey, are we ready to make this commitment together? Cause it was a commitment together because you have to make sacrifices just like I do. And I think over time it gets more and more challenging to have those conversations. And eventually it just kind of hits this critical point where it's like, Hey, look, we have the kids, we have the business. We got to kind of refocus our priorities. And when Ava was you know diagnosed, that was the easiest decision ever. I mean, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a decision. It was just already made for us. Yeah. To go from individual to um, or to go from team to, um, not competing. Not competing. And I think, you know, I, I kind of wonder. Back to 2015 CrossFit Games when we were on the team, and you know, Miranda got hurt. I, I'm always curious if we had won those games that year, if it would have made it harder for us to, um, you know, back out with with Ava getting sick. I, it still would have happened. But it, you always yeah, I mean, I think it would have been harder. Everything happened for a reason. I mean, I I think everything happened for a reason. I think. Everybody on that team could say that and things have gone very well for everybody since then. And I think a lot of it was due to you guys actually having to pull out and not winning. Isn't that the weird you know? thing? It, it, it was all meant to be in a way. Obviously, at that time, we didn't see it, but it's for so sure. Funny. It's very hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's just like, I mean, even with everything that's happened in our lives, I mean, from, from the business growth to mm-hmm. having kids to Ava getting sick to the CrossFit Games teaching us so much about you know, overcoming adversity, I think everything kind of leads you to where you're at, you know? And I think a lot of these experiences, I mean, for you, 
you know, with all the comp- competing that I did, I mean, obviously you went through some extremely stressful situations, right? I mean, very, yeah. very but I do think that those stressful situations kind of helped us, you and I, for when Ava got sick, because it probably helped us manage the stress there. Yeah. Um, what do you think? About I, that? I, I mean, I could assume that helped me. I obviously I had never been put in a situation like with Ava before and nothing to that level. But, um, you know, year after year of all of that stress for, you know, months of it and in competition is very, very intense. You know, that's a whole, it was a whole other level of stress. And, uh, to be able to, you know, I always got stressed, but I kept it very calm inside as much as I could <laughs> from looking at me, you would never know I was stressed at the games, but yeah. I would just be silent. I was just like the silent stress ball in the corner watching him, you know, but, um, I, I think that did help me in the end with, with everything with Ava to, you know, not freak out, not, um, immediately go to worst case scenarios, things like that. Trying to, you know, you always have to stay positive when you're competing, when you're going through a really tough time in life, being positive and staying positive is really your, was my only option, you know, and that's it. You could, that's all you could do, um, to try to hope for the best outcome. Yeah. And I think putting yourself in positions where you start competing, where you get a little bit uncomfortable really helps when, when it actually really matters. Like in our particular case, I mean, as a family, we competed in different events leading up to, you know, her diagnosis. And I think we competed there and we won. I mean, it's just, but, but all that other competition experience, I think helped us get there. And I think, um, I wanted to ask you, so from a, from a relationship perspective, obviously we have two kids. We've been together for like what, 17 years. I mean, I still, I still really like you. You're pretty cool. Um, and, uh, so we're heading to games today. That'll that'll be fun. We just got back from a month in Europe. Mm -hmm. Uh, we travel all the time. We do a lot of things as a family. Uh, you know, obviously the business is growing. I I have significant amounts of stress there, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, as, as a relationship, as a family, you know, what advice do you have for people on how we, uh, you know, kind of cope with all the different things? Because there's a lot of people listening who own gyms, Mm -hmm. right? That's kind of like the target listener. And as a relationship, I mean, is it just constant communication? I mean, what, what are the kind of factors there? Well, first you, communication is the number one thing you have to talk about everything and be very open. And even though, again, like you said, uncomfortable conversations, they're not fun but we have them probably more than I'd like to have them, <laughs> whether it's you having it with me or me having it with you. But the thing is, if you're, if you're not open with your partner about how you're feeling, believe me, it will build up and it will burst at some point. And you don't, you don't want to get to that point. If that, that's, that's not the good point. Um, you know, just if you have issues, if you, if there's something you want to change, talk about it. it it's, it's simple, but yet a lot of people don't, they keep their feelings to themselves. They don't want to hurt their partner's feelings but it's very important. I think that's like, that's the first thing. And then secondly, uh, it's really supporting, you know, the person you're with of what they, what they want to do. And, yeah. you know, as long as it's something that, you know, for the most part, they're going to be good at and successful at, and it, it's going to be good for your family. You, it might be difficult. Um, you know, life's not, you know, unicorns and rainbows all the time. Um, but I know that what your goals are, are going to affect our family in a positive way in the future. And I support that fully. I, so, so that means, you know, a lot of times you're going, you have to go to Asia. You have to be gone for a week here a, a lot, travel away from the family, not be with us. 
And I accept that. And, you know, you are good with always checking in with me like, hey, are, are you good with this? We talked yeah. before we, yeah. you know, we, we, we talked a lot before you kind of went into, um, you know, taking on more business opportunities and things like that. And you said, hey, for the next couple of years, it's going to be, you know, maybe a little tough. You know, I'm going to be gone a lot. Are you OK with that? And I said, I'm OK. And I'm not going to take that. You can't take that back after you say I'm OK <laughs> with it. Don't take it back because it's not just for one month. It's for, you know, a couple of years, years, you know, and it's going to help our family be, be you know, successful in all areas of life. And I'm OK with sacrificing some time away from you. And you do your best when you are with us to spend time with us um, and you make the best of it. But you have to support the person you're with. If you don't support them and you, it, it's, it's just so, not going to work out well. Yeah. I, you know, you know, on that note, we hit our 20 minute AMRAP mark, but yeah. I, I think you really, you really captured something special there. I mean, I think, you know, I, I sat down with Ashley, maybe, I don't know, maybe it was six months, a year ago. And I said, Hey, listen, there's a lot of opportunities on the table and we need to decide, you know, option A, we could just keep doing what we're doing and, and look, we're financially stable. We, we could do it. Or, you know, we could try and reach our full potential as business. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could live with myself. And if I don't think that we're trying to at least go after it and, and reach our full potential, I don't want to wake up when I'm 70 and wonder what if, right. And I remember talking about it and you're like, all right, let's go out there and do it. And I think those kind of conversations are super important because you need to, um, you know, like for example, with you and your philanthropic efforts, we need to support each other because mm -hmm. if we don't, there will be resentment and animosity yeah. built up. And I think that's super important. Back in the day when we started the business, you were supportive. Still today, you're supportive. Couldn't be more grateful for our relationship. And I think for those of you listening, if you have a partner for business, have good conversations, have them often, and be real with each other about not being selfish and supporting each other's journeys. Because I think that's what's helped us. And mm -hmm. we met when we were 14. We had no idea what would lead to where we're at yeah. today. You know, 17, 18 years later. And we got many more years to go. So guys, that was over a 20-minute AMRAP. I want to thank Ashley for coming on the show. I obviously love her dearly. And for those of you who uh, you know, are intrigued more about some, we're going to touch base on more stories, kind of keep you guys involved. Obviously, Ashley will be a regular contributor to the Business of Fitness podcast. And uh, one last question for you, Ashley. Mm -hmm. What do you think about me competing next year in the CrossFit Games? Yeah, no, not happening. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fast answer. Hope you guys all have a great day. Uh, you know, leave us a comment, leave us a, you know, rating and, uh, talk to you guys soon.